When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast. It's uh, it's, it's my Tuesday. Yeah, that's what they call it, Tuesday. Real quick, I did go back. And listen to in the warm-up show. I think I I think I will allude to in a few minutes that I want to go back and listen to a 2020 podcast, and I did from April. Bizarre April of 2020. Yes. What was it? Uh, we were talking about you were talking about taking a dr- to get out of your condo uh-huh. to take a ride through Asbury Park, and you couldn't believe how many people were out and about. And I had told you, and I re- I remember this day too. This is nuts. I, the day prior, went to Home Depot, and everybody was masked up, and they had a line to get in. You had to wait until your time was allowed to right. go in. And also the terrible audio as we were both on Comrex's. It wasn't aw- – I shouldn't say that. It wasn't awful. It actually was – it was okay. But it's just weird. All of our subject matter was geared around the really first month of the pandemic yep. and how fast would it get better who knew we still had months and months and right. months, actually years to go. <laughs> Many months and yes. a year to go. At it was, least it, was inter- it was interesting. Yeah. So that was like April, I think April 4th or something like that. I don't remember exactly. It was a Monday though. Is that right? Yeah. Interesting. I should go. I never go back and even drop the needle on one of these I do. old podcasts. From time to time, I like to pick a random date and just see what it sounded like. Yeah. And I told you our first couple were horrible. Sure. Because we really tried to make it like, all right, what happened on the show today? And we really sounded like two buffoons. Two losers. Now it's pretty good. Now we're terrific. (laughs) You know, I, uh, there's, I'm a big complainer, Jerry. I complain about everything. Yeah. I I know that's kind of my reputation. I make a lot of complaints and, uh, I don't like to be a complainer, but I do complain a lot. I gotta say, you mind it. I gotta say one thing that, I actually don't complain about and actually enjoy okay. my commute to work. I am with the Holland Tunnel open. Yeah. I agree. Like I, I enjoy riding at night mm-hmm. in the middle of the night when it's dark. It's easy. It's not uh, a lot of people on the road. I can listen to great music. I could listen to a podcast. Yep. You could listen to a book on tape. Like that is your time. Yeah. It's like the train time is your own time. Your commute time. With our hours, yeah, is our own time. Not going to get a phone call on my ride to work. Although that's happened before, that has happened. Craig has called <laughs> a couple of times. Rare, but rare. it's happened. Gene has called a couple of times, but it's rare. Yes, like I'm startled when the phone rings. For sure, I'm like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. I should be the only one up and up and about right now. Yes, I know. So to that end, I listened to a nice podcast this morning. From uh, I brought this up once before. A listener had uh, sent me this podcast it's from the the ringer from bill simmons the ringer okay it's a jj it's not jj it's a (laughs) podcast called plain english and they just break down certain things and within this 40 minutes or less oh perfect and i listen to it on one and a half speed so i'm like i'm really you're ripping through ripping through them but this one was interesting this morning it was all about that uh that bank that collapsed what yeah, I have not followed this story yeah. at all. Silicon Valley Bank. Me right. neither. But I'm interested in that it is a big story, and I wondered, well, what I, this really dumbed it down nicely. Oh, okay. But it also got me thinking, like, 
Would you ever put your money in a bank you never heard of? No. Me neither. In a bank I never heard of? No. Like, you never heard of Silicon Valley Bank? Now, I know no. we're not in the Silicon Valley, so maybe that's why we never heard of it. Yeah, I think actually, that, in, in fairness, that is true. When you go into these different cities that I do with Rutgers, you see a lot of these banks that to us mean nothing. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell is that? But it's also the community bank. But I yes. know what you're saying. And, you know, I listen to Dave Ramsey, the money guy that I, I mm-hmm. enjoy, and he always, he's very much against the big banks, mm-hmm. right? He does He thinks you should use a community bank. But I would be, like, I don't know why I'm nervous is for... Is it still FDIC insured? For it the is. $500,000? Actually, it's only up to $250,000. Oh, $250,000. I thought it was five hundred. Okay. Yeah. So, and I guess now what they were trying to do, it also showed, they really broke down as to what happened. Mm-hmm. Because I was, like, not understanding, like, how does a bank just all of a sudden go out of business? And to really dumb it down, they were somebody who, uh, they... They gave money to startups. Okay. So then startups in the Silicon Valley had their whole businesses in there. And then they were using this money. Instead of it sitting there, they were using the money to invest in things. Then when people wanted their money back. They didn't have it. Well, they have some to give back. But then when people start getting there, I guess something got people nervous about mm-hmm. this bank. Then because they're Silicon Valley, these are all tech people. These are all people that are. Uh, internet chatting all day as business owners. Mm-hmm. They are on Twitter. They start to put stuff out there. Now, all of a sudden, everyone wants their money it's out. It's a race to get your money out. And they don't have it. Right. Right. And that's really what it was. But now, so then people are saying, well, you mentioned like, oh, you're insured up to five. You're insured up to $250,000. But now the bank, now the government's trying to say or trying to, or thinking about doing where you're insured to all your money. If they're your, if they are, if that bank is FDIC, the ins, FDIC. FDIC insured, it should be for all the money. You would think if they can cover it. Because I was wondering, like, how, like, if you're somebody who has a million dollars in the bank, four different banks, is that how you have to do it? I think that's how you have to do it. What about my four hundred one k? I can only have that in one bank. I don't think that's the same. No, but that's investment money. Yeah, that's not a savings account. I don't. That's a good question. See, I never thought 401ks, 529s, I don't think they get the backing like a savings account does where the money just sits there and just earns Oh, because mine could go to, ours could go to technically zero if we lost all of our money in the the stock. I see what you're saying. The only thing that can happen in a bank is that the interest rates plummet to near zero. They're never going to go in reverse. Your money should be safe. Your, Your principal is safe. But the 401k, I don't think so. And this bank supposedly took their money, the money that they got from people depositing into their bank, and they put their money into something that really got screwed up once interest rates went up. Yeah. So when the interest rates went up, their money was going down. Oof. Yeah. It was a little complicated. The woman he had on as a guest, she, she helped for sure. I felt like I got done with that podcast having learned something. Yeah. But it also makes me nervous, though, the small banks. But then again, you could easily see, like, tomorrow you wake up and go, Citibank's out of business. You'd be like, what? But, but I don't know how these things happen when they happen. Yeah, and it happened quickly. Yeah. Well, that's why they had the big bank bailout how many years ago. Yeah. Because they were worried about not just the banks and business, but your money. And right. also them having to back it. The FDIC. Yes. That's the government backing it. Where are they getting the money from? We've got a trillion-dollar deficit. They also say people get mad. Like, let's say, like you and I were not banking with Silicon Valley Bank. Mm -hmm. Now, if we hear the government's going to bail them out, we might be pissed. Like, these big bankers. But meanwhile, bailing them out really helps the people. The little guy. The little guy who had their money in there didn't know they were a bunch of screw-ups. I know people say there are two sides to every story. There are, like, eight sides to every story. If you really dig deep and want to understand... All the intricacies and yeah. facts of a story. It is true. I don't know. It's That's why a lot of people that say really the best thing to invest in, especially if you're a bank, is property. Because at least you have something tangible in front of you. You yeah. invest in businesses. Man, are you loan, business loans? That business goes out. There's nothing there. And if they can't pay it, then what? 
you give someone a mortgage, they can't pay the mortgage. All right, at least you can save some face, if not all of it. But I know it sucks to kick people out of their home, but at least you own the home that you can then resell and get some, if not all, of your money back. You're starting, you're giving out personal, you know, um, loans. Man, good luck. And business loans that have no collateral, you're asking for it. The other weird thing, too, like we both have mortgages. Yeah. You know, when you go to get a mortgage from someone, mm-hmm. I know like I was like particularly like who I wanted to get a mortgage with, right? right. So I was like, I'm going to go to this and I'm going to get this mortgage. And then they turn around and sell it. Yes. And all of a sudden you're with a bank you never heard of. Correct. And they have your mortgage. Right. My, I remember we started with, oh, who do we start with? Uh, bank of America. That, and I thought, great. They had a great rate. It's Bank of America. Why not? So we buy our house. We make the first two payments to Bank of America. And they sold it to some no-name mom-and-pop mortgage right. company. I'm like, who the hell is this? Now, lucky for me in that, not that I guess it matters all that much, within three or four months of that, they sold the mortgage to M&T Bank. Great. All right, I'm good. I'm back with a big bank. That's fine. You know, they're a big Baltimore-based bank, M&T Stadium where the Ravens oh, yeah. play. So I'm totally fine. And we've been with them now for six years or five years, whatever it is. But those first six months, our mortgage was sold twice. It's very weird. Yeah, I agree. Very strange. Like, I got my mortgage with Carney Bank. Okay. Which they're big down the Jersey Shore. But they sold it, like, within three months to Wells Fargo. Right. They made their closing costs. Yeah. They made a little bit of interest the first couple of months. Done. See ya. It's a, that's a hit and get out. I guess. It's weird. That, that whole money thing is always so... Seedy. Because we don't understand it. I don't. And I, I try, wish I did. I don't. I try following Guy Adami from CNBC, who's a who loves WFAN, and we yeah. love him. And Fast I would love Money. to have Guy in studio for a pod, not even a show, like a podcast, where we could really talk to him for an hour. I know you did that once. I, I, I was still confused. I have very specific questions that I think have more basic answers. Okay, that well, I'd we can love do that to again. About if he would, that'd be great. I think he would, because sometimes, like when when things are in trouble, like we have a bank collapse and. Mm-hmm. Then I'm following his tweets, Guy Adami. I know he's being snarky, but I don't know what it means. Right, right, Like, right. I'm like, I know this isn't good, happy thoughts he's, uh, but I don't know enough about it to even know, does this mean I should make a move? Don't right. make a move. I'll give you a I'll give you one right now, because even G said it this morning. Bitcoin. Bitcoin hovered around 16,000 for months and months and months. And I actually thought about buying buying into it. At, at 16, maybe even 18,000. I figure, is it really going to go to, I mean, if it does, it does. I'm not buying $18,000 worth. I right, thought buying five, a piece of it. I thought $5,000. Okay. So if it goes up to 36, I double my money. And I'm like, you know what? I'm over this crypto stuff. All these people, I don't even know what it, I don't never, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm still trying to figure out how people are buying pictures and saying that it's worth money. When NFTs. I can reprint the same effing picture. Yeah. So I don't get any of that. And now it's up to 25. 25, considering it was up to 70-something at one point, with this bank information, is it going to continue to soar past? I don't know. And then you almost feel like, did you really earn anything? Right. But I guess if you buy, sell, and you get the money, you did. I don't know. The whole thing's Yeah, so that, that Bitcoin. So I had bought it at 15. Right. Right. And again, I had it when it got up to like almost 75. And I I was like, I'm going to sell it at 100,000. Well, came all the way back down. I finally sold it just yesterday because... It got that nice little bump from this. You held on to it as I it did. fell all the way back? Back to 15, and I sold it yesterday wow. for 24. But so I was like, I made money. Yeah. I was like, I got to get out of this because I, I, I could just see it going to zero. Damn, dude. I don't know. So you were in a position to make five times your money. At one point, yeah. Yeah. Damn. But I got greedy. Yeah, you did. Well, no, 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 no. No, I disagree. Because there's a difference between being greedy and setting a number in yeah, your you're head. Right. You're right. I did set the number. That to me is like gambling when you go to AC. You're up 400, but you said in your mind, if I get up 1,000, I'm done. I'm not going to be greedy and go for three yeah. grand. And you got up to 750, and well, oh, you're almost there. And then all of a sudden it goes the other way. That's not greedy. You just didn't hit your mark. That's true. So I, I guess don't... I could have been in my head greedy with my mark to begin Maybe, with, to but, set it at. But again, I'll disagree because everybody and their brother was saying it was going to soar past 100. They're like, Bitcoin might get to $300,000. Yes. So to me, a hundred would be like, you're selling kind of short. That was wrong. 
Yeah, I just I was just like, you know what? I I'm sick of looking at it every day. Yep, I know. Wondering what it's doing, and when Do you I, become obsessed with it. Yeah, and when this happened with that uh, Silicon Valley bank, I did think I was like, hmm, either Bitcoin's going to go in the toilet, or people right. are going to say, oh, we need more Bitcoin. Sure. And then it moved a decent amount. I was like, let me get out of this. Otherwise, I'm going to stare at it again, and it's going to go back down to 15. What was it? Was it Dogecoin that got up to 25 cents? Dogecoin, yeah. I have it, actually. Yeah, I bought that Dogecoin when it first came out at two cents. Yes. <laughs> and it went to like... Oh. I wanted that. My I, The point I said for that was a dollar. Yeah, no, that's seven and a half cents right yeah. now, I think. That was... I'm going to look this up real quick because that one at one point you talk about getting greedy. Yeah. I had I bought not a ton, but I bought enough Dogecoin to where eh, where are my shares here? Let's see here. So I have in Doge. This goddamn thing is so slow. Jesus, it won't load. I want to say I have five thousand. Yes, so I have five thousand Doge coins. Whatever that means. Whatever that is. Um. So right now my balance. I can't find my balance. So right now my balance is seven cents. It doesn't show my balance. It's something like eight hundred bucks or so. It's not a lot. At one point, though, I had like I want to say three thousand dollars worth of Dogecoin on a nothing investment, and I was the same way. So I read somewhere it might get to thirty cents or something. I think it got to twenty three, maybe something like that. I'm like, man, this thing's flying, and it hit a brick wall, yeah, and sunk like a stone. I'm like, oh, I'm stuck with it now. <laughs> it just sucks. It's so it seems so random. It's volatile because even the even regular stocks, right? So it's like, yeah. The one I don't understand is like Tesla. So Tesla's one where they're, um, it was at like 400 something dollars. And now it's like yesterday I looked, it was at like 180. Really? Yeah. And these guys I follow on YouTube, they tell you when you should buy a stock, like yeah. wait till it, they've got Tesla, they think going down to 50 bucks at some point. And it was a 400. It was a four something, maybe before 50. Hmm. You know what they were saying about why, why the, the outlook for Tesla is not great. They feel like Tesla, the Tesla, the Tesla dude himself. What's the name of Elon Musk. Elon Musk. He's got a Donald Trump-like reputation where certain people just decided they don't like him. Okay. And no matter what he does, and then other people will fear that if they're driving a Tesla, people are going to look at them like they're an Elon Musk supporter, just like they would look at a Donald Trump supporter, and they don't want any part of that. Maybe I don't buy a Tesla. Interesting. I don't. Look, I mean, I see people driving Teslas. I'm. I think they're. Some of them are cool looking. Yeah. Some of them are ugly. I'm intrigued by some of them. I don't. I don't even think of him. I saw. Me neither. I saw a cool one yesterday. A Tesla parked in my neighborhood. It was had the brand new plates on it, the paper plates. Okay. And I looked inside as I walked past. The steering wheel wasn't a circle. It looked like... Uh, like the Batman one? Yes. Yeah, that's cool. That is badass. You could put that in your car. I could. Go, yeah, just go buy one and have a mechanic install it for you. Why you don't do I that. do that? I don't know. Imagine you walk by my car, Jerry, and I've got like a Batman steering wheel. Yes. I, mean, I know you're very badass. busy, but why don't you just pick one of these nothing afternoons and right, take Jerry, care of it? When will I find the time? <laughs> Monday through Friday, anytime between 11.30 a.m. and 8 p.m. I actually had this conversation with Gina about the perception of how much time I have okay, versus I don't have. And this goes back to the conversation we had yesterday. Where, where you boxed I, yourself I in. I boxed myself in. Mm-hmm. So let me just, I'll show you what, because in our heads, I have between noon mm-hmm. and 8 p.m. Correct. But I'll show you where I really don't. And I'll fight back. Okay, yeah, because this is me boxing myself in. Mm-hmm. I get home at, let's say, noon. Sure. I walk the dog. That's about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I eat my lunch. I clean up from that. It's now one fifteen. It's one fifteen. Right. At three thirty, I take the dog back out. Right. I cook my dinner. I clean up. I do some work. I go through the, the mm-hmm. sports news and I shout like to me But you're talking about routine as opposed yeah. to what has to be done. Yes, routine. So for this is where I would fight back. Okay. Especially as a single man that if you had children, that definitely changes things. You don't. That 330 walk can be handled by a dog walker anytime you need. That's number one. Number two, the whole lunch thing. If you've got somewhere to go or something to do, you could stop at Chipotle and get something very healthy to eat on the run and go on your merry way and go do it. 
You don't have to go home and eat and clean up and take the dog for a walk. All things that can be, I'm not saying every day. I'm saying if there are things you want to do, let's say once a week, you wanted a free day yeah. where you're not going home. Let's just say, let's say you wanted to, I know you're not a golfer, but let's say you wanted to play golf every Tuesday. You very easily, and more than anybody else I know, could set it up to go play golf every Tuesday. Your mind completely free of any responsibility and then still get home at a reasonable time and take a shower, take the dog out, do your work, and go to bed. Now, it would cost you a little bit of money for the dog walker for sure, but there's no reason you couldn't set that up every Tuesday to where you go from here to Hominy Hill Golf Course in in Colts Neck. You could have lunch there, hit the golf course, be done. You could even eat dinner there if you wanted, but let's say you just wanted to get the hell home. If you had lunch there at noon, you played at 1, you'd be done at 5.30, you'd be home at 6 in plenty of time to take a shower, take the dog out, make a small dinner because it's late, and still be ready to have the eyes closed at 8.15. Yes, because in my boxed-in world, my free time every day is 1.15 to 3.30. Right, because of your routine. Right, because I'm routining. I'm like, okay, at 3.30, I walk the dog. At 4 o'clock, I turn the oven on and start to make my chicken, then... But you can alter your routine, whereas if you have a job from 9 to 5, you can't alter the routine to be home between 1 and 5. Right. You're not getting home before 6.30 no matter what you do. You can take a day off randomly, but you can't say every Tuesday I want to go play golf (laughs) and just leave work at 10 o'clock in the morning after being there for two hours. Right. That's the advantage that we have. And you have it more than me, because I do have kid responsibilities after 2.30. But even that, I still have three hours of time. Because I'll even have days like when we had to go back to the vets for my dog. Sure. And they were like, okay, we have an opening at 3.30. In my head, I was like, oh, my God, 3.30. I got to make dinner. 3.30 is when I start making dinner. So I'm going to be there at 3.30. Then it's oh 20 God. minutes back. I'm going to be way behind. Yeah. That's but how it, my mind right. thinks. You need to step back, though, sometimes and be like, ruin my time of what right like right what am i doing what is it what is it really disrupting it's just your mental calendar and your mental routine yeah it's so strong 3 30 could be 4 30 no problem yeah would it be that big a deal if you started cooking at 4 30 and ate at 5 15 <laughs> no it's still three hours before you go to bed plenty of time to digest it's not like when I've had nights when I go out to dinner with my parents at 6.30 and want to lay down at 8.15, sit down with a big old, oh, my God, with yeah. the, whatever the hell's on my stomach. It's terrible. I know. I got to try to break free of that. Yes. You're, 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 you are your own worst enemy. I'm putting myself in a prison, Jerry. Yeah. And I actually think the more I sit there and, and think about it, Wednesday. If I were you, I would try to designate Wednesday Al Day. Get a dog walker just on, just on Wednesdays. That's it. At noon, three. find something you like, go do it every Wednesday. Right from here. Yes, absolutely. Or even if you have to go home, whatever, get changed, use the bathroom. Maybe you want to eat your lunch and go out at 1 o'clock. Take your dog out. You only got to get the dog walker one time a week. Why not? Free yourself, Al. Free yourself. Because I always also feel guilty that the dog's been in the house all day, and if I go even home now and let her out, I don't want to go anywhere else because I feel like I left her home all day. Then get the dog walker for the 1231, the 12 o'clock one, and go to the beach or something. Go do that walk you want to do by yourself. Free your mind, you know, and maybe you get home at 2 o'clock instead of whatever. Now go straight to Asbury Park. Park your car. Walk around. Read a book. I don't know. Do something fun. As reading a book is fun. But. As uh, in vogue, I think, said, Jerry, free your mind. The rest will follow. Right. Free your mind. That's the true. You need follow. that as much as anybody I know. Because of my own imposed... Correct. Self-imposed things. Correct. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That's so weird. Why does my brain do that? I don't know. I We're all weird different. Brain. I got a weird brain, Jerry. You are you are attached to your condo, mm-hmm. and I want to get the hell out of my house. As much as I love it, right, I you find... you like to go experience things. Uh, yeah, I just find sitting around watching TV is as unproductive... In, ex- uh, in existence as you can have. Yeah. Me personally. Like, even on Sundays during football season, I feel like a piece of trash when I lay down at 8 o'clock on a Sunday 
even though I might have worked the Cowboy game, and I know I've got to watch the Giants or the Jets for work the next day, I feel like I completely wasted a day. Yeah, I'm good watching a game. The two of them is too much. Yeah, two games, right. And yet we do it. Right. That's why it's great when one of the Giants or Jets are off. Yes, for sure. Or have the Monday night game. You go, oh, just one of these games, and then I can... And, of course, that's you know that, those are the days in the past when uh, Brady and the Patriots are playing uh, Manning and the Colts at 4.15 after the Jets were on at 1. Like, oh, right, you're like, oh, i got to watch that one. So much for the Giants on Monday night. Yeah. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right. We'll be back here tomorrow on a Wednesday. Who knows what Aaron Rodgers will tell oh us Oh, my God. Tomorrow. I did say tomorrow. You did. You, you said, said today. I said to, no. I you, said Wednesday after right. 10 a.m. So not, I, I said today. Okay. And some you point said today. tomorrow after 10. Right. And then me and Sal get to talk about it. Yes. Thursday and Friday. Yes. Hi, <laughs> right, Jerry. Soup. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Get the discussion started. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, raining on Tuesday, but we're full of sunshine. What's up, the Eddie Scazzeri? How are you? And I'm not happy with this guy. His name is Al Edwin Diaz Dukes. You. What did I do? You. I usually say good morning to you. Good morning. Not today. You put the bad juju on me is what you did. How so? You're telling me about the bad sleep with the dog yeah. and the, the, the nights are terrible. You know what I've done the last two nights? Nothing. I've stared at the ceiling until almost one o'clock Why in the morning. This? And I'm exhausted. I don't know. I feel like you put the whammy on me. Oh, put the whammy jammy? The last two nights. Put the wango tango on you, Jerry? I've been laid down at 8.15 and at midnight, go downstairs to hopefully fall asleep for a couple of hours. And I blame you. Well, here's another thing you're going to blame me for. Um, I am uh, parked on your on your front of your car. I mean, I am oh, I just care. up in your business, You're leaving Jerry. before I am. I don't I care. I know. That's the problem. Here's the good news for me, or bad news for you. Perhaps <laughs> someone does that to you on the front end. Well, I'm kind of in the front end. As, I, don't, I got I, I'm really impressive, Jerry. I got myself in a parallel parking situation. You. But here's the problem. We're on a main road. We as, are. As many roads are in New York. Yeah. Getting out of there is going to be a pain in the ass. Yes, it is. Correct. And I don't have much room behind me. No. Oh, by the way. Because I no, had no, to pull I into t- a... So the person that was in front of me must have left. Yes. And you were able to sneak right in. I did. I snuck in there, Jerry. Not bad. Not bad. Here's a couple things, Jerry. Number one, last night at 10.43 p.m. on the Aaron Rodgers official Twitter account, tweeted, Soul. Yeah, whatever. This a lot of people thought it was from the post game podcast. Soul. <laughs> That's so, not what it was. A lot of people thought that was Aaron Rodgers saying <laughs> right. goodbye to the Packers because no. he tweeted Soul. No, he didn't tweet that at all. Well, that's what people he thought. He tweeted Soul. Soul. Right. That's not the same thing. And then apparently this was uh, Packers cornerback Rasul Douglas who took his phone. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers, get a grip on your life. Yeah. Don't. Randos, I don't even heard of this In guy. In fairness, I could have done it to you yesterday as you went and got coffee and left your Twitter page open. That's I'm fair. just saying, and I contemplated You're right. You're right. posting something nice about me. And then I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do That's that. That's a good point. You leave that Twitter page yeah. open. It happens around here but this constantly. It, yes. Constantly. Oh, I come in all the time on uh, on Mondays. Yeah. And uh, somebody's Twitter's been open all weekend All long. weekend. And I'm about to drop some nasty stuff. <laughs> it happens. It happens a lot. Yeah. So 
But this guy made it seem like he had Aaron Rodgers' phone. Yeah, I, that's why the story goes. Aaron Rodgers, what are you doing? Like, where is he? Right. I, I, I mean this, too. If I'm the Jets, I move on. It's, it's time to have some thing. self-respect now. This is what I thought just today, Jerry. I just tweeted out, too. There's a great uh, there's a, a great clip from uh, the TV series Arrested Development where uh, the, uh, the the one of the guys is trying to call the bluff of the other guy. But that's what I do. Yeah. I go, by the way, Aaron. We're out. This is off. You have till three today. That's fair. Get this off the table because you know what? You, you got to move on. And guess what? You got nowhere to go either now. Now I hold the cards. It sure seems like it, unless they're going to try and, you know, somehow get in on Lamar Jackson, meaning uh, the Packers, but they've got Jordan Love. Like, No, they know. don't want him, clearly. They don't want him. I know they and don't. No they, one they, else the is the president basically yes. said it, and we played the uh, we played the clip the other day. And and no one else is interested, Aaron. So if I'm the Jets, I, I lowball him. It's that there. It's that no one else is interested. It's also that the Packers have said they will not trade him to an NFC team. Now the one team that he could end up with would be Tennessee. So it's not like he doesn't have any options. He he's building a home in Nashville, according to many reports. The Titans did surface as a possible destination about a month ago. So I, that is possible. But if I'm the Jets, I either, as Brandon would say, pivot to Lamar pivot Jackson. Time. To Lamar Jackson. I pivot to, I can't believe I'm going to say this, Ryan Tannehill for a year or two to figure things out. But I can't. This is enough. Because if he holds you like this for another day or two, like what are, we, what are you doing? Well, here's the other. If that is And indeed, then says no. If that is indeed happening, then you're right. Today we put a deadline. I agree. I like that idea. But there's also a very good possibility. This is all a done deal and no one can say anything yet. And because they're they're figuring things out, like Aaron knows he's already agreed to the Jets. The Jets know he's coming. And it's Boy, just I tell you, in this day and age now, for that to come out for that for not, not to, to come, come out, out, yeah. I don't know about that. I, I I get the point. And if it was just a quarterback and one team Maybe you got two teams involved, media all over the place. So I'm watching ESPN yesterday. Adam Schefter can't even be on set because he's in the corner of the room on his phone, which looks ridiculous, by the way. Jerry, there's media all deep in this. Yes, of course. You're going to tell me that someone in that organization now Trey Wingo said did re, you know did report and Boomer's been saying for weeks and weeks that Aaron Rodgers is coming to the Jets. So it's not like this is Boomer's been 100 percent confident for. Yes. Two weeks solid. So we're just waiting for confirmation that right. when it happens. Not if, according to Boomer. I mean, he thinks it's happening. Trey Wingo at least came out and said, it's a done deal. And then nothing happened all day and all night. And he, I woke up, went to the phone. I'm like, yep. all right, is Aaron Rodgers a jet? Yep. Nothing. Like, oh, God, here we go. Another day of this crap. Yeah. Another day. I've had enough. Me too. Move on. I had on Carton and Robert yesterday while I was uh, cooking my dinner. They had they, nothing. Nothing. No, there was nothing going on. Nothing Mike going White on. to the Dolphins. That's what they had. That upset me. I, I be figured honest, it Jerry, would. You, you're really a Mike White guy. Me. I love Mike White. I know you do. It really bugged me. So it's great. So the Dolphins now have two of the most brutal quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> so when one well, gets hurt, the other can step in and get hurt. Hopefully the other <laughs> one will be back by the time the other one is injured. Also, I found this humor. So WFAN tweeted out a picture of Mike White with angel wings. Okay. They put angel wings on Mike White, and it was like... The FAN account The FAN account did, Jerry. Who runs that? Uh, that's Izzo and... Uh, um, Chichester? No. Uh, Kaplan? Kaplan. One of those two did it. They put angel wings on Mike White. They put it out there like, good luck to Mike White. He went to the can Dolphins. I, can I tell you, Jerry? It has 2.7 million clicks. Really? Yeah. Because people were furious, huh. acting like we reacted like he died. People got so angry about it that it was so over-the-top silly that it went crazy yesterday. 2.7 million? Yeah, 2.7 million. That's what How I looked at, checked see, this morning. I didn't even see this. <laughs> sure, you got to get on the Twitter. It's well, awesome. I, well, you know what? That, that is my problem. I don't really look at it after yeah. I leave here until I wake up to see about if there's any news. Oh. So everyone kept writing, too. you got to look at the responses. But when something has 2.7 million that's a lot views, of responses. that's a lot of responses. Yeah. you got to sift through a lot of crap. It was mostly people thinking uh, we went a little over the top. I guess so, if you're making him look like he's dead. Yeah, let me see what they... I want to get the correct wording. That's pretty impressive, though. Yeah, very impressive. 
So uh, good news for the WFAN uh, social media accounts. That we've, I'm sure we've so do we, passed our mark. Do we monetize that? That I don't know. Oh. It says, the end of an era in New York. Thank you, Mike White, with prayer hands. And then he is got angel wings and a halo over his head. <laughs> How bizarre. Of all things to get that many views. So what is the official number? Uh, 2.7 million. It is 2.7. Yeah. Right. Yep. 2.7 million. Well, you know what? He's going to be in Miami. God bless him. 2.7 million. That views. sounds awesome. You know what's so funny, though? Out of 2.7 million views, Jerry. Yeah. It only has 2,000 likes. Yeah, see, that that seems phony to me then. Right. What does that even mean? I don't know. 2,000 out of 2.7 million? Yep. Come on. Yeah, something's wrong with that. People very... That sounds like a bot fest. <laughs> you think a bunch of Russian bots are over there? Uh, that uh, doesn't seem real. It, uh, it is strange. You think? It is strange. Yeah. But right, well, thank you, Mike them. White. Here's what I hope, Jerry. And I'm a Jet fan. I'm rooting for the Jets. I hope Mike White beats them twice a year as a Dolphin. Oh, shut Just up. because it annoys me. You can't me. be a Jet fan and say that. We have a homegrown talent like Mike White, and we let him go. Let him go. Stay healthy. I know, but it's what I'm saying. Had imagine, to make if, a imagine if he could beat the Jets twice a year. He's not going to play twice a year. <laughs> he had every opportunity here, and every time he went out there, he got banged up and injured. I'm not saying he's not a tough kid. He is. Yeah. But I what do we say about Eli Manning? Played every week. Tough. Every single week he was out there. I blame that. <laughs> we got Mike White. That's right. Uh, uh, Let's party. Hey. Beach. Jerry, uh, Eddie, I hope you get yourself a Mike White Dolphin jersey and wear it on Mondays. Let's go. D- Mike White Eddie's time. been wearing the same Dan Marino jersey for 27 years. Yeah. You want him Until, to switch up correct. for an injury-prone backup RQB quarterback? Mike White's on fire. RQB Mike White's on fire. <laughs> no, he's not. He's going to set this league on <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When did you record this? Probably when he won that one game right. for the Jets. Has he done since? <laughs> Not great. Really lit the world on fire. Didn't November first, two thousand twenty-one. <laughs> I blame that jerk. Two thousand twenty-one. I blame that jerk on the Bills who just came in and just hey clobbered him, c- cut yeah, him right did. in half. Yeah, he didn't did. seem right. Very that physical, right. legal tackle. Very. That's physical. what happens when you've got brittle bones. <laughs> he was brittle. I know he was. Man, bad I, for him. I thought he was putting on a flak jacket, Jerry, and he, he was going to be able to... Well, he did in Seattle. How'd that work out? Not great. No, it did not work out great. It worked out quite terribly, actually. Well, that just stinks, Jerry. fluttering passes all over the place. Yeah. I know. It was bad. Feel bad. I feel... I genuinely feel for the kid. But now he's in Miami. I don't feel for him anymore. Yeah. Now I wish I was him. <laughs> Me too. He got a... Uh, what did he get? A two-year deal. $16 million. million. Yeah, but is that real? I don't... I, don't, I have no, longer... no idea. I'm no longer being bothered by NFL money because it doesn't mean No, anything. you need to know what the guarantee is. Yeah. That's all. That's it. You know what the guarantee is, and you're golden. Like some of these contracts, you see $120 million. You know, some of the guarantees are big. Like there was one yesterday that was $84 million and 60 was guaranteed. That's pretty that's, close to accurate That's then. nice. Right. And if you play well, you're probably going to see every bit of the $84 million. When you see $75 million and $30 million is guaranteed, that's a fake contract. That just looks nice. That's fake news said. Uh, yes. That's what that is. So I would be curious what the Dolphins guaranteed him. They How about guarantee- this? You don't break your ribs, we'll pay you. <laughs> he guaranteed them, Jerry, a championship. Where? When? What this kind season. of? season. Okay. Super Bowl. Maybe a flag football championship imagine, in the summer. Jerry, imagine Mike White and uh, what do they call the, 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 their fast uh, Tyree Kill? What is his name again? The, the cheetah. cheetah. Mike White and the Cheetah, Jerry? That's going to be an unstoppable combination. He's not playing. I know what you're thinking. Tom Brady might be the quarterback in Miami before he sees the field. Imagine Mike White shotgun formation, Jerry. Gets the ball. And at this point, Jerry, he's learned to get rid of it fast. Oh, yeah. Now that he's got Tyreek Hill. From who? Tua, who's the king of the concussion? (laughs) But, Jerry, you got to understand, he's got Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's already in the pattern where he's supposed to be. At the second step of the two-step drop, boom, ball's out. Guy's not getting hit all year. And we're sitting over here with old man Aaron Rodgers. Well, I'm just wondering, then, why did Tua get hit constantly? I don't, That I can't explain. I was just wondering. Okay. Rookie. Rookie mistakes. Rookie mistakes. Yeah. Was it Jordan Poyer that clobbered him? Does that sound right? That, that does sound right. I don't know that it was. Just, it sounds right. I think he'll still be in Buffalo. Will he not be? Well. I know he was talking about the podcast. I guess he could leave. But yeah, if he stays... 
beware Mike White. He's coming for you. All right, it's the same division. Yes, twice a year, assuming that Poyer's still there. Twice a year and twice on Sunday, Jerry. Although Poyer could join the Dolphins. Remember, he was talking about taxes. Remember, that was yes, him on this podcast. Yes, he wants to go somewhere, and he wanted to see where the and, sun and warm weather. Yes, so maybe Poyer teams up with Mike White and Tua, and they become a powerhouse. Hmm. And then you can wear your dolphin stuff proudly, you fake fan. Looks like I'm going to have to start rooting for the Dolphins, especially <laughs> if the Jets don't get Aaron Rodgers. They might not. They I think it's not. a done deal. Listen. I think what Trey Wingo says, I think what Mr. Boomer Esiason says, I, I, and I, I, I think we're all being, like right now in Florham Park, they're all having a good chuckle thinking Aaron Rodgers is screwing them over. I hope you're right. I really hope you're right because I saw Jimmy Garoppolo go off the board yesterday. He was probably going to the Raiders anyway because of Josh McDaniels. The Raiders. But, you know, there were links to him coming here potentially yeah. if Aaron Rodgers didn't want to be here. He's gone. Like, that's it. Now the Jets could pivot and try and make a move for Lamar Jackson. Pivot but I don't, I don't see that happening because he wants too much guaranteed money. How about this? For a guy also, who doesn't stay healthy. How about this also for the Jets? Not only does Jimmy Garoppolo go off the board, there's no bringing Sam Darnold back. <laughs> he went to the Niners. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares to to uh, rebuzz his career. Rebuzz his rebuzz career it. is that a word? Rebuzz <laughs> his career. Now. He's going to rebuzz his career. <laughs> In re- okay. We got we got Mike White. No, you don't. Miami has Mike White. Party. Yeah, the Niners My, had a good day yesterday. I actually. do predict uh, uh, pain. I predict that uh, the the Aaron Rodgers situation will get done tomorrow. Okay, I said today after twelve. I say tomorrow after ten a.m. because Boomer and Geo are off Thursday, Friday. You think we do this another day? Yeah, another day. It's enough. Another day. Does he go on with McAfee today? No, he doesn't. No, why not? Build intrigue. (laughs) Intrigue. We have an intrigue for five months. It'd be great though if he's on McAfee. Then Woody Johnson calls in and he goes, "I'm going to pull this offer in." Three o'clock. <laughs> Stop doing That's that. my Woody. Yet. Woody Johnson Woody would know how to get a hold of Pat McAfee <laughs> if he really tried. <laughs> Come on now. There's no way. Hmm. Although that would be, it would be fun to see. This I would say, it would be fun and torturous if he went on with McAfee and committed to nothing. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. If he goes on, he's committing to nothing. That's why I think he doesn't come on because he doesn't be right. have any. He doesn't have anything to report, and he doesn't want to be looked at as a douche. Well, he's already looked at that, oh. and there's really not much we can do beyond that. But So I didn't even know about this kid. You see the Giants got Okereke. Have you seen how people have pronounced this kid's name? Where did he come from? Uh, the Colts. Okay. No, What is? Uh, how do you pronounce it properly? Well, I went and watched three or four videos from CBS and Fox from this season. Okay. Okereke is how all Okereke. the— Okereke. Okereke. Yes, that's how all the announcers call them. I imagine they had great pronunciation guides, probably talked to them. Okay, I'm going to go with that. Okay. I've heard Okariki. <laughs> I like that one. Okariki. <laughs> it's really funny, like, listening to all the announcers not know who he is, but that's who they got. The way you say it, it's almost like you're saying carrot cake. Okereke. I'll have a slice of Okereke. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would, if you went to, so you go to the restaurant every Friday and Saturday. Yeah. You should, for poops and giggles, and record it, order for dessert Okereke and, and see if they bring you carrot cake. <laughs> I'll have a slice of Okereke. It does sound I, like 100% it. hundred percent I'd get carrot cake. As long as it's on the menu. Yeah. You got to go to a diner. Diners always have carrot cake on the menu. Diners have everything on the menu. Yeah, how is that? I always find the diner menu overwhelming. Yes. There's too much stuff, and something's got to be going bad in the back. I would love to see the... Kitchen of a I don't diner. Think, I don't think you would. It's got to be a lot going I on back there. I don't know if you'd ever go back there. There's no way. Yeah. You would go to the diner where at 8 p.m. you can get anything from a steak and baked potato to pancakes and hash browns. <laughs> My friend one time, when in high school we went, and he ordered fried shrimp. We were like, fried, fried a diner. shrimp? Oh, yeah, yeah. And Kayla had all, like, freezer burn on it. I've been <laughs> sitting back there forever. I always, I'm always concerned ordering fish when I'm not near the ocean. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm sure it doesn't matter. Can't do it. Doesn't work for me. Even though the fish we're getting near the ocean isn't it's coming from the ocean. probably from, right, hundreds right. of thousands. Who knows from Even where Even though we have from. the ocean right there, we're probably still importing it, our fish from, like, Vietnam. Just seems like it makes more sense. Yeah. Probably doesn't. Seems like that. All right, 519, running a bit late here. Quick break. Boomer and Gio at the top to discuss everything on the world of sports, including that guy, Aaron Rodgers, on the fan. Oh, 
I got something for you. 526. Nice to have you with us. I got the Dancing Bear, Al Dukes. We go to five. Well, no, we started at five. We go to six, and then we got the Dancing Boomer and the Dancing Geo. Um, you know, we do this every baseball season when we have these combined no-hitters. Yes. I want to know where you stand on this one. All right. Did you see the perfect game that was thrown yesterday? Um, I saw it had to do in the World Baseball Classic. Correct. I didn't look at any of the details. A couple of things here. Number one, Edwin Diaz was part of this. Uh, what team was this? Puerto, Puerto Rico? Rico. Okay. They throw a, they throw a combined perfect game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to love this. So a couple of things here. They beat all you ready to get Israel. Ten nothing. Who, by the way, you know who's on the Israel team? The Israeli team. Who? Jay Horowitz's grandson. I did see that. Yeah, I saw a tweet by Jay Horowitz. Isn't uh, that cool? Son had a hit. He was grandson. O- yes, he was zero for two in this game because they oh, were okay. it was a perfect game. Combined, however, Edwin Diaz threw the seventh inning. I believe. Are you okay with it still so far? It is so a far. perfect game. You, so, you, so you would accept yeah, it so is, far because it's a perfect game. Sure. What if I told you it was an eight inning perfect game because of the mercy rule? No. <laughs> Done. Sorry. You need nine innings. I don't like combined things anyway. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. But a combined a combined no-hitter, I have no interest in. I know. A I combined know. perfect game, I'm interested. Except they didn't go nine innings. And I saw not you know, I read just the headlines. Shocking. That's not in there. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't on the headline. So I'm looking at the box score and I'm like, wait, why is this not adding up? I'm like, eight innings. And then Sal goes, yeah, I guess they have a mercy rule. I'm like, isn't this pro <laughs> baseball mercy rule? I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's all right. So you're out for that. Right? I'm out for that. Though, I was all in until you got to that ninth inning. I think Edwin Diaz pitched the seventh, I believe. I don't know why he wouldn't have been the closer in the right. eighth. Maybe he is the closer in a close game, and they just put him out there for an inning. I have no idea. Maybe they see it. Maybe they know. worried about that mercy rule and that he wouldn't get out there. Oh my God, a mercy rule. Huh. If, in fact, Sal was right, but it has to be. Was yeah. there a time limit? It's eight innings. Unless it was uh, either mercy ruled or weather related. How do, there, no, I think that was a chase field, wasn't it? Oh, probably. What, they got a roof over there, Jerry? <laughs> you were there, yes. You know oh, yeah, that. I was there. They got the pool and the roof. Yes, I was there, Jerry. I was I at that bar, Burgers and Beers is the yes. name of the bar or something like that. I was not allowed in. Have a burger or a beer. Or my son was not allowed in. Well, allowed you were allowed in. in. Yeah, your son my was, son was allowed not allowed in. in. Yes, correct. Although so. the... It's interesting because your son wasn't allowed in. We were there for the uh, Maggie and Perloff, and yet they served children's food <laughs> at this party. <laughs> chicken fingers. Jay, everybody loves chicken fingers. That's true. I Who do love Who doesn't love a chicken finger? A uh, couple of baseball notes, Jerry, since we're on that. Yeah. I see the Mets are uh, shutting down Jose Quintana. Yes. Well, there were conflicting reports about this yesterday. Yeah? Yeah. I they, love... Because they said that that decision hasn't been made, I thought. Oh. After the report came out. I have never seen a report with so specific an injury listed, Jerry, as we got yesterday. Right. I wrote it down so as not to screw it up. Stress fracture on the fifth rib on his left side. That is specific. That is pretty specific, yes. That's not even just like uh, stress stress fracture on his rib or... Stress fracture on the left side. They're like, stress fracture on the fifth rib on the left side. Do you think they start number one rib is the top or the bottom? Uh, I'm going to say they go from the bottom up. Really? Yeah. I'm thinking opposite. And I think then, they go top to bottom. And then this way, when Who the knows? pitcher, yeah, then this way they'll, they can really isolate the rib. Yeah. I don't How many ribs do you have Work the on rib. each side? And you know what's funny? I've got a million scans now from yeah. my Princeton Longevity visit, which you will have today. I can count my ribs. I actually think I have them in my email. How many ribs do you think we have? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question, Jerry. I Just say you, Google it. I'm going to say, combined, you got a dozen ribs. <laughs> <laughs> so six? So I, you think it's either the lower rib or the top rib? Yeah. Jerry, I think you have a, a set. I think you've got a dozen St. Louis ribs right in your... <laughs> Stupid. I'm going to ask a dumb question here. Okay. The, the rib bone... Connected is, to the... <laughs> It, when I look at a skeleton, right, and I right. see the rib cage, yes, are those bones the ribs bones, or is that a cage? Please stop over- talking now, because <laughs> I don't know. Twenty four, by the way. I was going to say sixteen. You got it before I pulled up my scans, dude. Two dozen ribs, Jerry. Oh man, Jerry, you've got a dozen St. Louis ribs and a dozen Kansas City ribs in that uh, chest of yours. You know what's? You know what's mean about this? What? 
So I'm looking at the scans that mm-hmm. she sent me. Yeah. So I got all my information, and which is great. She said she was sending all the scans. Mm-hmm. The only one she sent me was the one of my visceral fat. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, maybe if I send this separate, he'll really lock in on this visceral fat Oh, my scan. God. But I wanted the rib one. Ribs. I wanted ribs. I would I... never have guessed 24 ribs. No shot. Oh, that sucks. When I guessed 12 ribs, I thought I, thought I was being somewhat hilarious in overestimating the ribs. What do you get when you go to the restaurant? Six ribs? Uh, I think you get a full rack of ribs. It's 20, <laughs> 24. <laughs> Boy, that's the human rib. <laughs> what kind of ribs do we get? I don't even know. We get pork. You can get pork ribs, Jerry. You could get the so beef pig ribs. Rib. Yeah, pigs or beef. Pig rib. <laughs> well, it is 12 pair, Al. 12 pair of ribs. Okay. How many? A full rack of pig ribs is how many? No idea. Jerry, Ooh. I've got a question for you. Yeah. How many ribs are included in your baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. I broke my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby. What the hell's a baby back rib? You What's get, a regular rib? You get 11 to 13 individual ribs. Ribs. A rack of baby back is a... How much for one rib? <laughs> you like three inches or do you want more than that? Uh, more. So it says it can be between three and six inches. Ribs. Yes, what do you think I'm talking we about? We never solved the question, though. Eddie, the rib cage. When I see on a skeleton a rib cage, is that a rib or is that a cage that goes around the rib? It's the whole thing. So when somebody breaks a rib, <laughs> are they breaking one of those bones we see in the skeleton? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Didn't you break a rib, Jerry? I did, yes, playing football. I did. And it just I fractured a itself? Rib. It, yeah, and it's, it was tough to breathe for like about a week. Yeah, every deep breaths were brutal, and then just you know breathing naturally was painful, but was bearable. When you had you know some every now and then, you got to take that deep breath. Yeah, Oof, that would be you'd see stars. Yeah, I also had a rib injury when uh, after boxing another producer at Ron and Fez show. Yeah, that's this is what smart. we were doing. Yeah, well, it was fun. I'm doing, sure it was Jerry. fun. No. Back then, like, now you're not allowed to eat peanut butter on the air. Back then, we had sanctioned events where we were fighting each other. Oh, I know. I remember. I remember. I remember uh, the fear at the pier. Who was that, Bernie Sid and versus Bernie. Sid? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, everyone got in on the boxing thing for a while. Stuttering John boxed somebody. No, that sounds fun. Everyone was just ripping the Ron and Fez off. Where's he at these days? Stuttering John? Is he still around, like, as a comedian? Well, or? yes, he is. Okay. He's uh people don't seem to like him anymore. He's oh. he's he just podcasts about how terrible Howard Stern is as a Oh, person. is that true? That's what it appears to be. Now would a podcast like that be popular? I don't know. It's a good question. All right. But good I, thought, question, I thought you would know that. I do not know that. Okay. Boy, this was a dumb segment, huh? Not really. <laughs> We're really breaking down Jose Quintana. Oh, is that where this yeah, began? Because <laughs> he has a stress fracture on the fifth rib. I I'd be like this about the outback. I'd be like this if I was uh, the doctors. You get you got uh, don't do this. Don't do this. Do not say you you've got, got another other 23 ribs. ribs. You'll be fine. Get it together. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Who's the kid on the Niners you guys were killing? Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy. Well, how's that worked out? I don't think he's had surgery yet because <laughs> the the inflammation hasn't gone down. And it's you know, it's March. Yeah. Holy cow. You got 23 other ribs. Your ass is 23 other ribs. Man, I had no way I could count my ribs. Well, why don't you try? You ain't got much flesh around them these days. <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> right. There's no way I've got 12 ribs on each side. Sure you do. No chance. Yeah, you probably do. Why don't you ask a doctor today? Doctor? Doctor, I'm noticing I have... Uh, I, was re- I was on the radio this morning, and I realized we have... Jerry, Jerry, one of your other patients, I'm going to see if they'll break protocol and give me your information. You try it. She was great. I, there's no way she will. <laughs> There's no way she will. I have my friend Jerry who uh, was here at Princeton Longevity Center. Let's bring up his... Uh, <laughs> bring his... up my visceral fat. Could we see Jerry's visceral fat scans? And she's going to, yeah, five times what you have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's going to be weird. I'm going to have visceral fat. But not much. You will not have know. much. There's no, so. there's no... Look at you. Now, I know, but there's... You're the... withering away. <laughs> in certain areas. In other areas, I got so you... ch- fat. Chubs. I was going to say chubs. What did you just say? Chubby fat. Yeah, I thought I heard it too. No, I was yeah. saying I meant sh- I was saying I know sh- what you might have meant. Chubby fat. I, I know what I think I heard. <laughs> you We're didn't take a break, nothing, and I'm going to go listen to that and see if that should have been dumped, even though you misspoke. And then we're going to come back and actually get back to Jose Quintana because I don't know how we got to the Outback. No, no, we're done with him. We're done with that? When we get back, I have two other baseball notes, in both involving 
Japan. Not eight inning perfect game. <laughs> Not an eight inning perfect game. Two baseball notes, both separate but involving Japan. All right, so here's a tease I never thought I would say yeah. because we are a Major League Baseball town. Yes. Japanese baseball when we come back. On the other side. <laughs> we will fan. not talk hockey, <laughs> but we will talk Japanese baseball. No, there's no hockey to talk about. No one played last night. Coming right back on the All right, quarter to six. It is, what is today, Wednesday? Wednesday? No, Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. sorry. It's hey, two, for, two for Tuesday, Jerry. Is he still doing the show, by the way? Sammy Sam Hagar. Hagar. He's got that show on, what's that channel I like? Oh, come on. I always tell you about it. You do. And I forget. Access TV? Yes. He's got that show there where he, he basically walks around with, like, star rockers. I Not, see this stuff on YouTube. I don't know if it's new or yeah, if I'm I feel just like seeing. the pandemic. You know who else had a good um, a good show? That was a show, had a good interview show. Believe it or not, it was Dan Rather. Was Dan Rather? Yeah. Yes. On and, Access but, TV as well. But after the pandemic, I don't think it came back. Yeah. And Dan I don't Rather. know if Sammy Hagar came back with his show. I'm not really sure. I think Sammy Hagar and Dan Rather are doing uh, a show together. Yeah, a show together about uh, <laughs> rock and roll news, Jerry. I think they actually did believe it. I think he was a guest on Rather's Probably show. Probably in order to uh, cross-promote on I'm, the Axis TV platform. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to check that. I'm pretty sure. I have two uh, notes, Jerry, from Japanese baseball. Uh, the first one, Trevor Bauer is going to go pitch in Japan, I was uh, reading. Right. How about that? <laughs> okay. Enjoy Japan. I mean, what do you want to tell you? That's got to be weird. Yes. Like, now, do you go live in Japan? No, Al. You commute from Los Angeles. Jerry, he can't commute. That's a long commute. Do you live in Japan? Where do you want him to live? I don't know. That's so yes. culture shocking. Yeah. Did you see the movie with Tom Selleck? I know it's a movie. I didn't see that. But I think a pretty good idea of what it would be like for an American that doesn't speak Japanese to go play there. And Trevor Bauer, you don't think, needs the money, right? Didn't he sign a big deal and got guaranteed money, or did they uh, take that back? No, I think because I, – I don't – I'd have to check that. My guess is that that money was pulled back oh. because of the reason for I, – I Maybe looks, he does need the money. Let me check. Or he, he just wants to go pitch. And he's probably also spent a fortune on legal fees. Do you think he will be booed in Japan, Jerry, or will they not even care either way that Trevor Bauer? That's a pitching? great question. Yeah, I, I, I don't like, know. Like, do they love Americans that come over and pitch, or do they dislike them? I think or, they like guys that perform well. That's what I. Think. What if you have a shady past? Like, so he was due to make twenty-eight million dollars last year. In tw- I'm not last year in 2021. I don't know if he got that. I really don't. Last year he was supposed to make three million dollars, according to this. Is it, what is it, Spotrack, Spotrack? Spotrack. Sporttrack? I think it's Spotrack. Even though there's only one T? Yeah, Spotrack. So the T is a double T? Double T. Spotrack? Spotrack. Not Spotrack. Nope. Spotrack. I think it's Spotrack. You're going Spotrack? Spotrack. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So he's made, again, I don't know what he got and what he didn't, but according to Spotrack, Spotrack, $70 million. I don't know. All right. I really So he's don't going know. over there to pitch. Yeah. He's going to, I think Japan's one of those places where just monkeys are running around, like legitimate monkeys. I, maybe. There are, because I know Tom Green went over to Japan at one point to do a shoot a special, and there were just monkeys everywhere. Okay. I don't think in Tokyo there's monkeys running around, because it's a big city. <laughs> <laughs> but Trevor Bauer, I hope he's not afraid of monkeys, because you go to pitch in Japan, you're going to run into some monkeys. <laughs> Yep, there they are. The suspension cost him and saved the Dodgers $38 million. And they will steal I don't your know. food. I don't know how much he the got. The monkeys. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You never saw the movie with Tom Selleck? No. I'm aware it exists, but I did not see it. It's interesting from the standpoint of arriving there. No one speaks. I shouldn't say no one because some people probably do speak English. But everything's in, Jap- in Japanese, obviously. Everything looks somewhat familiar because it looks like a big city, except that it's completely unfamiliar. Yeah. You don't know anyone. You're pretty much stuck in your condo. All it's weird. All you could do is look for logos. Be like, that's the Golden right. Arches. I'll go get McDonald's. But even at McDonald's, I think the menu is different in Japan. Yeah. I don't think it's the same as it is here. And plus, what do you do? Just order a... I'll take a... <laughs> put the finger up. Are you giving us the finger, sir? No, no. I want the one. The Just number one. The number one. Yeah. I don't know. I would be doing a lot of pointing. I would think it's got to be I mean, eye-opening for sure, but it's got to shake you a little bit. 
Or you just train one of those wild monkeys running around, have the, the monkey help you well, out. You and these wild. Well, I tell you, <laughs> when you latch onto something, you clamp down with the jaws this, of life. This idea that, like, here in America, in our cities, like, you'll see squirrels running around. And if, imagine replacing squirrels or pigeons with monkeys. That's well, what's going on in if some If that's countries. how you grew up, why would it be any different? It's just weird. Like, in some a, places, don't they eat cats? That I'm not sure. Eddie? Yes. Right. So here, oh, have it. we have cats, and they're the lovable, we adorable things. They run around. I actually always think about this, too. Like, who? So I, did you watch 60 Minutes by any chance on Sunday night? No. So 60 Minutes with Anderson Cooper. I, this would have been right up your alley. You might want to Google this and watch it on Google YouTube, it. Eddie. It's about um, the evolution of the dog from the wolves. Oh, is that right? Very interesting. And it's, it's worth the 10-minute piece that it was. Um, and I sit there and wonder, like, who decided – which animals you were going to let into your house and who made the mistakes of allowing the wrong ones in and got eaten. Yeah. You know, these and were trial and error along the way. These we will have in our homes and pet them. These we will, we will make our food. Correct. Or these will attack us. Yes. It's uh, pretty nuts, actually. And there they found that monkeys were nice, I guess. How about And how about that? How about now, that? my second Japanese baseball note, Jerry. Oh, that's right. There were two. In the uh, World Series Baseball Classic World League. The what? What did you just call it? The World Baseball No, that's Classic. not what you said. You called it the World Series Baseball World League. Uh-huh, which all of our major, a lot of our major the league world, players okay. are it's involved the World in. Baseball Classic, the world WBC. Baseball Classic. W, oh, got it. WBC. In a game over the weekend. How's that fat working out for you? <laughs> in a game over the weekend, Jerry. Japanese. Certain areas. In other areas, I got you fat. <laughs> chubs. I was going to say chubs. What did you just say? Chubby fat. Not what you just said. <laughs> During one of these games, yeah. Jerry, Japanese pitcher Roki Sasaki. That's the best pronunciation you've had in years. I've nailed it. I think I, I nailed it. I think you that. did too. He beamed Czech Republic outfielder William Escala with a 101 mile per hour yeah. pitch. Not on purpose. No, it was obvious it was not on purpose. But he apologized by bringing this fella. Did the Mets sign this guy? <laughs> the guy that got hit? Yes. He did bring him, as an apology, two gigantic bags of Japanese candy. Great. That's so nice. That is very nice. That's really nice. Uh, that's really surprising. That's really nice. <laughs> Who beamed us Starling Marte the other day? We got, uh, we I don't know, remember. The guy on the Rays. I don't remember. That guy on the Rays was in some Kit Kat. <laughs> Which would make you bars. feel better. Right. I agree. Like, hey, sorry for beaming you with a 101-mile-per-hour fastball. Here's... Japanese candy because they have unique candy. There. You know, it would be a twisted way to do it. What? And kind of needle them, give them the Reese's. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> what does that mean? That's their slogan. They're sorry, not sorry. Yeah, is don't right? Don't I have that right? Mm. How do you not know that? Sorry, mm. not sorry. From I Reese's. Think, I think Reese's is their that's Reese's. their that's their ad campaign. You don't know that? I don't know that one. Here we go. Yeah, here it comes up. Sorry, not sorry. Reese's. Oh, how do you? I, you I'm, know I'm what? Not I tell you, with this, we're not watching television anymore. I don't have cable. You see Jerry. nothing. I, I don't know, get anything. I know, I know. I know. But that was. I think that was even a Super Bowl. Oh, you probably don't watch that either. <laughs> I watched the Super Bowl. <laughs> what on repeat the next morning? No, no. I watched with the it. NFL package I highlights. Watched the, I watched the first half live. I would think I was that looking that, live. You know, maybe it wasn't a Super Bowl commercial. I'm not sure. But that was that was a big ad campaign of theirs, as I'm looking, in 2018 and 19. When you still were like a normal human being and you had normal television. Well, that's nice then. If you beat me with a fastball, give me a sorry, not sorry. No, but that's what I'm saying. That's kind of like you're doing the nice thing by giving them the candy. It's a nice gesture, but Uh, you're needling them. Sorry. uh, Mm, Not sorry. Not sorry. Things happen. Next time you're in the box again, I'll probably bean you with another. <laughs> Especially if you're wearing blue and orange. And I'll give you some Reese's Pieces, and we'll be even. Yeah, that's got to be, I would think, across the board, how they handle those things in Japan. But I don't know. I don't watch it enough to know. You remember when we were watching, the what was the Korean baseball during the yes. pandemic? Korean baseball. On Twitter. Yes. And it was actually a thing. Korean Twitter baseball. I actually had an idea yesterday, which I might do today. I wanted to go pull one of our podcasts from April of 2020 to see how horrendous it see was. See how bad it was. <laughs> yes. Horrendous. Yeah. And what did we talk about? Horrendous. Oh, my God. Did you see uh, John Morant, Jerry's entered a counseling po- program in Florida? Yes, and I would like to, we need to do something, too, as okay. men. men. Can we stop calling these things lap dances? <laughs> did you see the photo? I did. I mean, 
lap dance or a lap hump? That was a grind. I mean, give me a break. She was grinding on him. You think? Yeah. Oh, my God. There are certain places where it is indeed a lap dance where the girl is just dancing in front of you. Which one of 8,000 is that one? When I was living down in Florida, though, Jerry, they were the grinding kind. <laughs> the kind that John Moran That's why you kept going back saying you lost your wallet. <laughs> my wallet's gone. It's back here somewhere. Maybe you look at a dance while I'm back here. <laughs> quick, quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you Boomer and Geo. Right now, Amy Lawrence on Jimmy G. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. We do not have much time left. We got Boomer and Geo standing by. At least Geo standing by. Boomer over here. Go. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Jerry, the Eight power seconds. slap league. It is not coming back to TBS. If you want to see dudes, WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.